Welcome back to the show. It is 8.33 on Sunday morning. Thank you so much for joining me this morning on Toronto this, uh, this weekend. Uh, so my wife and I, uh, over the past week, made some significant decisions as it relates to parenting uh, in our house. We've got three great kids, wonderful kids, but we noticed that they were tired in the morning. We noticed that they were um, uh, short with us when we would talk to them. They were uh, talking back to us in a way that they never used to. Uh, they were. We heard from their teachers that uh, you know they they weren't interested in a lot of what was being taught at school. Uh, they and and this all came down to them being on their screens. I think we both recognized that we could have we could do more um, uh, with them. We could um, we could supervise them more. So we decided to go on a digital detox, uh, at least, well, they are, I'm not, uh, but and we took their computers away. Every screen that they have is gone until Christmas. And they've already shown a massive improvement. They are out walking with the dog. They're spending hours at the park. Uh, they're re they're reading for the first time <laughs> voluntarily. I think it's because they, they're so bored <laughs> that they had to do something. Uh, but there is research uh, that says that social media gets teens hooked while feeding aggressive aggression and impulsivity. This is what uh, research shows. And we are joined by Emma Dearden, the Canada Research Chair in Neuroscience and Learning Disorders at Western University. Uh, Emma, thank you so much for being here. Uh, this is important for parents to know about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's research that really touches everyone who has children, just as what you said at the beginning. During the pandemic, people were so reliant on screens and teenagers were using things like social media that it really just skyrocketed. And now the pandemic is over, we're still seeing that teens are on their phones constantly using social media and, and scrolling. And we're starting to see the adverse effects. And the, the, uh, the amount of time that they're spending on uh, social media and on their screens is, is outrageous. Yeah. Yeah, it's really quite shocking. So for us, our group uh, and others have been tracking social media use and video gaming um, and other types of screen time over the, the last couple of years. And uh, our study showed in the initial phases of the, the lockdown that children were on screens for on average about six hours a day with parents reporting they were on screens for up to maybe as much as 13 hours a day. Another Canadian study also looking specifically at social media showed that some teenagers were on social media platforms for 10 hours a day exclusively. So that was outside of school screen time or watching other videos. So it was really excessive amounts of time spent on social media. And then we wonder why our kids are so tired in the morning. They're lethargic. I, I, you know, I go to sleep actually before my kids a lot of the time. I'm, I'm trying to get to sleep by 1030. And my, my boys, uh, their bedtime's 1030, 11, because they've got, uh, you know, they've got stuff to do. And um, I'm pretty sure that what they've been doing is playing video games till all hours. And, uh, and now we took their computers away, so they don't have that. And one of my sons slept for 14 hours the day after we took his, uh, his computer away. Uh, these, these things are, are controlling our kids in ways that we as parents, I think, we never could have imagined. Yeah, in our study where we followed about 200 Canadian families for nearly three years, we showed an absolute inverse relationship between screen time and sleep. 
So with screen time going up, it went down. It's just screens can become very addictive. They are, um, they are disrupting the neurochemical balance in the brain and it just, it's impacting sleep. So having, so setting limits like you and your wife are doing at home, uh, not having screens in children's bedtime and, and, and also um, avoiding screen use one hour before bed is recommended to promote uh, healthy sleep behaviors in children. But I, I can understand why we find ourselves in this place today. As you said, during the pandemic, the screens were our saviors. The screens helped our kids learn uh, because they couldn't go to school. And the screens allowed them to connect with their friends because they weren't allowed to see them. So what was a lifeline then is a burden today. And trying to try, it's like trying to take a, uh, it's like trying to take a shield and turn it into a sword or a sword and turn it into a shield. It, it's a very hard thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. So during the pandemic, it was the only way to stay in touch. And a lot of these social media platforms like Facebook Messenger, they are they're being, they're using them for communication. But sometimes there's reports of teenagers getting over 100 messages per day. So that leads to constant and habitual checking. And uh, data out of the U.S. indicated that almost 50 percent of 13 to 17 year olds were constantly checking their phones. And they had done a brain imaging study over three years to examine these effects. And they showed changes in the brain regions involved for learning and memory, for social connectedness, but also things like fear and anxiety. So, so in that, it's having really selective and specific effects on children's brain development. And do we know if that, um, that uh, Im- impairment uh, can be reversed? Absolutely. So think of someone who has a stroke. Uh, If they undergo rehabilitation afterwards, then they're going to be able to uh, bring back their speech or their motor motor function. So our brains are designed to repair themselves. So certainly these effects by limiting screen use, developing a schedule that can um, to hopefully uh, reverse some of the adverse effects seen through the pandemic of excessive screen use. Uh, I, I remember as a kid, I would hear uh, adults say, stop watching so much TV, it'll rot your brain. And I don't know that they had any uh, research to back that up. But now we as parents today have the research to back it up that our kids need to put down their screens because it is affecting their brains. And um, uh, Emma Dearden, the Canada Research Chair in Neuroscience and Learning Disorders at Western University, thank you for coming in today. Um, or for rather for talking to us this morning, because this is information that every parent really needs to have. Thank you, Ben.